Welcome to the Project Speakers Podcast, a collaboration between Project Controls Expo and the Project Shatter Podcast. This series will go in depth with our key speakers and presenters of the Project Controls Expo, the world's largest event for project professionals. In this podcast, you will get a chance to get up close with industry experts. So stick around for a raw, informal and informative experience with your host, Del Fung and Val Matthews. In this episode, Del and Val speak to Stefan Wacker, who will be presenting at Project Controls Expo Virtual this September about the new digital edge with Cleopatra Enterprise, applying tomorrow's project controls today. For more information, visit projectcontrolsexpo.com to grab a ticket to the expo. And for more in-depth podcasts, visit projectchatterpodcast.com. Now, on with the pod. Hello, Mr. Stefan Bucker, and welcome to the Project Speakers Podcast. How are you doing? Hello, thanks. I'm good. How are you, Dale? Thanks for having me. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Thank you for asking. We minus Val on this episode, um, so he's missing in action. But um, you're in good hands with myself, so hopefully, uh, you know, I won't go too harsh on you, Mr. Parker. <laughs> I hope so too, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to give the listeners a bit of a taster to what to expect at the, when you're presenting at the expo. Um, and you, you are from Cleopatra. We won't go through your full bio, um, but you're going to be talking about um, the new digital edge with Cleopatra Enterprise Software um, without giving too much away. Why does Cleopatra have this digital edge? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it's a catchy title, right? So, uh, exactly. yeah, I think, uh, well, everyone knows that we're living in exciting times, obviously, yeah, where this digitalization is a, yeah, it's a big part of our lives everywhere we look. Um, and that's also the case, of course, in the project control space uh, that we're all active in. Um, so, yeah, of course, with, uh, with our solutions uh, and Cleopatra in particular, which is our software tool, yeah, we try to uh, provide a digital platform where yeah people can perform project controls and manage their projects in a uh, in a good way. Um, yeah, and that's something that a lot of organizations nowadays are looking for. Of course, how can we make that digital transition into the yeah coming years uh, where that will become more and more important? So yeah, that's something I'm really looking forward to uh, to talk about during my presentation. Awesome. And just if we build it up a little bit, is, is it going to be pure product um, on display and you're going to walk people through it or are there other, other dimensions to your, your presentation? Right, right. Well, for sure, I'm planning to, uh, to give people a little bit of uh, an understanding, of course, what the tool can do in practice and in reality. But uh, I plan on also talking a little bit more about the developments that we see uh, within the industry, within the different um, yeah, disciplines, let's say, uh, different types of industries. Uh, where project controls is practiced um, and share also our vision on that, that um, yeah, industry and project controls as a whole. Um, yeah, and how digitalization and Cleopatra fit into that, um, because I think there's a lot to say about that. Uh, also looking into the future a little bit, uh, where things are going, uh, to really make sure that also yeah, people and companies are ready to, yeah, to be ready, let's say, for those coming years and those developments. Um, I think that's uh, that's very exciting uh, to 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 talk about and discuss with people. And are they ready, or is that something you don't want to give away just yet? Uh, well, I think some organizations definitely are in, heading in the right direction. Uh, there are still a lot, um, I think, that still have some steps to take. But that's why we are here, right? So yeah. we can help uh, companies and people to to make that step. And 
I think it's not too late yet. I think uh, we're still in the middle of that process of becoming more and more digitalized. I think, yeah, a very good example also of that is that I think more and more organizations are starting to understand the, yeah, the power and the capabilities of data um, that can be collected uh, within companies, especially yeah, middle to large companies. Uh, they, yeah, they sit on a lot of data basically, but just don't know how to use that uh, to their advantage. And I think that's going to open up yeah, a wide range of possibilities that yeah, people and organizations are going to explore over the coming uh, periods. And yeah, that's a key element that I would like to highlight during my presentation to show, yeah, one, of course, how that data can be collected, but then I think even more important, so how can people um, yeah, actually leverage that data? Eh? Because it's one to have it, but then how can you make it work for you? Uh, how can you yeah, extract meaningful lessons from it uh, that you can apply to, to future projects? Um, and I think, yeah, that's what everyone's talking about, but not many people uh, are doing just yet. Yeah, absolutely. And we spoke to a colleague of you, yours, uh, Jos van der Stelt, a couple of episodes ago, and he spoke about the benchmarking um, that Cleopatra is trying to do, and, that, and that's pretty cool in itself. But if we just delve into that a little bit, what do you say to those that go, well, you know, it's the old garbage in, garbage out. So if you have poor data in, how do you know that the quality of the data is good? So um, if, if it's poor quality, then your benchmarking isn't great. What do you say to that? Yeah, well, that, that's a very old statement, of course, eh? garbage in, garbage out, but it's still applicable today. Um, I think, yeah, no matter what solution or digital processes you use, that still applies um, as of now. Uh, but what I do believe is that, um, yeah, digitalization and tools will make it a lot easier to collect data in a structured and standardized way. Uh, whereas before it was a lot of manual effort and that actually resulted in the fact that a lot of the data that was coming in was indeed garbage eh? because people didn't have the time to really sanitize it or uh, optimize it for future use. And that's, I think, eh, really where yeah, tools can be really powerful because they can automate that to a large extent um, and you can apply all kinds of logic to data that comes in eh, to really make it ready to use basically. And the time that you, yeah, that you have left, eh, for, that you do do not have to spend on all that data collection and sanitizing, yeah, that can then be used to actually analyze the data and and extract meaningful conclusions from it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge fan of you know, and and so is Val. If he was on the podcast, he'd tell you you know this low value transactional type of work that many companies still do today. You know, it's yeah. people, as you say sifting through data ensuring that the quality is there before they actually use it and all that time as you just said could be spent on actually analyzing what it's telling you um, but we do have people that are fearful as well about what the <laughs> technology does um, and and sort of there's late adopters i wonder if you you know you, you spoke a little bit about um, you're involved with different industries and what are some of the trends perhaps that you're seeing are, are certain industries more readily um uh making themselves available to adopt this new technology um, and are certain ones behind. Now, I wonder if you could share your insight on that. Yeah, well, I definitely think that you see some differences in that. Huh? I think, yeah, there are, of course, some global trends going on. Uh, we're moving more and more towards sustainable, renewable energy. Um, so that's, yeah, in a sense, a bit of a new market space huh, that's being uh, discovered as we, as we speak. 
Um, and what you do see there is that, yeah, these are typically younger organization, more nimble organizations who are therefore easier positions had to adopt these new technologies than yeah, these 50, 100 plus year old companies uh, who have been used and accustomed to yeah, this, this more old school way of working. Um, so I think, yeah, that's a trend that you see. And I think yeah, the, yeah, the more traditional industries, if you will, um, they are catching up definitely yeah, because they see they will have to in order to stay competitive and, and ahead of the game. Um, so I think, yeah, that's, that's yeah, a, a race that's going on at the moment yeah, to, to make sure that you're not left behind. Um, because, yeah, if you're left behind, then you're probably, yeah, gonna uh, see the results of that uh, in the coming years. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to be a dinosaur, um, shall we say. So, yeah, that's okay, true. that's interesting. So, so those listening to this podcast, right, is there a certain um, target audience that you're looking to attract with your, your particular talk or is it wide ranging? And then as we just said, you know, you've got the younger sort of early adopters that might come along and go, yeah, we absolutely want to have a listen to what Stefan's going to say. But then as you say, perhaps the older guard, the traditionalists that might go, oh, I don't know if it's for me. What do you say to those that you might want to convince to say, come along and, and check out what we're doing? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think um, I'm aiming my presentation not at a particular, uh, let's say, industry or audience. I think there will be uh, something to learn for everyone in that sense. Uh, because like I said, I think no matter yeah, what industry you're in or what kind of organization, if you're an owner company or more an EPC or contractor uh, on the contractor side, um, I think managing your projects and per doing project controls in a good way, yeah, is, is, is important no matter where you are in that sense. Um, and like I said before, I think, um, yeah, there are still a lot of organizations, companies that are in the middle of this process yeah, of making a digital transition. Some still have to start it. Some others yeah, may already be um, a bit further ahead of the game. Um, but I think, yeah, what we can offer with Cleopatra, uh, and that's also why yeah, the title of my pre presentation is uh, to apply tomorrow's uh, project controls actually today, um, is to also stay curious about what's coming and eh? what are the innovations that are coming in the near future and, and what can we do as an organization to adopt those uh, early on uh, and as early as possible. So I think, yeah, even though, hey, or even if you are already yeah, in that process of making that digital transition, I think there are still new developments that will definitely be interesting that I will highlight, yeah. That is awesome, Stefan. And it, it's also a really interesting space because they, it is so exciting. There's, there, there's a lot of technology out there. Uh, you guys, obviously, one of them. I just want to touch briefly before we end the podcast, just on Cleopatra. So where did the name come from? When was it born? How long has the software and the company been around? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting question and uh, it's one that I get a lot more often, of course. Um, so Cleopatra, well, it's not a very exciting uh, story, if you may imagine, uh, if you have expected that. But um, actually, uh, when we started, Cleopatra uh, was originally uh, developed as a cost estimating tool. And when you yeah, are in the estimating world, say you would know that you either have a top-down estimating approach or bottom-up estimating approach. And that can actually be visualized as a kind of pyramid structure. So that was uh -huh. a link to the uh, old Egypt, of course. Um, yeah, and then we also noticed that in the traditional uh, yeah, Middle Eastern companies uh, where there's a lot of uh, industry, of course, um, yeah, originally uh, with oil and gas, petrochemical, et cetera. 
uh, it's a bit of a man's world, obviously. And then when people think about Cleopatra, they have this nice image of this beautiful woman, uh, which helps as well. So there the name was born. <laughs> That is awesome, Stefan. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I, I, for one, encourage all the listeners to go and check out your your talk at the Expo. Um, but sadly, that, that is uh, where we're going to have to end it. So thank you for your time. And we look forward to your, your presentation at the Expo. Thank you. Looking forward to the Expo as well. Sadly, that is all the time we have on this episode. But you can catch all the speakers at the various Expos by heading to projectcontrolexpo.com. You can also hear more in-depth discussions from project experts by visiting projectchatterpodcast.com. And don't forget to hit subscribe before you go. From me and Val, it's bye for now. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the participating individuals and not necessarily to the individual's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. Additionally, any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company or individual.